Filmscope UG with DSTV Uganda. Great stories come alive on DSTV. DSTV Uganda, it's your moment. Welcome to Filmscope UG, proudly brought to you by DSTV Uganda. This is all about celebrating the amazing people involved in the film and television industry. We've seen a great transformation in the way we view entertainment. Now, as we sit at home and turn on the television on our screens, we are being entertained by Ugandan talent telling Ugandan stories. There's so many aspects to the process of producing content for film and television. And on Filmscope UG, we want to talk to many of the people at the front line of that very interesting adventure. There's a lot to learn from these people. And most especially, there's a lot from them that can inspire us because a lot of them have uh, been on a very interesting and challenging journey, but nonetheless, they've gone on to accomplish great things. And so that is why Filmscope UG with DSTV Uganda is so awesome. Today on Filmscope UG, we're talking to Andrew Ahura. Yep, he is a producer, sound engineer, mixer, arranger, composer, and all of those nice things. He's also the managing director at uh, Quada. He's uh, been an audio uh, engineer for over 15 years, and uh, he holds a certificate uh, from Adobe Technologies and also the Berklee College of Music. So not only is he highly qualified, he's also highly experienced and knowledgeable, and he's here to talk to us today on Filmscope UG. Hi, Andrew. How are you? Hi. How are you doing, Fatboy? Great to have you here. Great to have uh, <laughs> to be here, by the way. It's so, a pleasure. You have won many awards and accolades in this field of sound engineering. Yeah. Now, some people might be confused as to what that has to do with film and television, which mm-hmm. they mostly perceive to be a visual medium of entertainment. That's true. Uh so people don't seem to appreciate the importance of audio and sound yeah. in the film and television uh, industry. Is that something that surprises you? Um, I, I normally tell uh, people that, uh, first of all, thank you so much for having us. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I tell people that it's, it's so interesting that when we do our work really well, um, people don't notice what we have done. The challenge is that when you do your work badly, then that's when people oh, notice. <laughs> yeah, then they'll shout for you. Then they'll shout for you. So we, we um, content, generally content um, from film to TV shows to documentaries to animations to games to all these different platforms, they're made up of two aspects, visual and audio. Without one, the other one doesn't, uh, the experience is, is cut by half. So there are two aspects, the visual element and the audio element. The audio element supports the visual, the visual elements help support the audio. But because the visual um, is what people see, um, it's easier for you to appreciate um, what you have seen and, and, and the supportive elements that the audio uh, side play in the, the, the creation of the content are mm-hmm. um, many times forsaken or not even noticed. So a good a good audio engineer makes sure that they are never noticed. Uh, just make sure that you're able to tell the narrative, to tell the story, and tell it how the director wants it 
for any content that you want to do. I think most people don't appreciate. Like, if anyone's ever watched a film that impacted them deeply at an emotional level, probably 50 or up to 70% of that impact was because of the music that was uh, exactly. accompanying the visuals, which really set the tone and the, the tone. mood. Yeah. Uh, the, it, it, it was able to help evoke feelings of suspense, yeah. of tension, yeah of sadness, of sorrow, of grief, like all these things. You're, like you're just looking at the TV and you're not appreciating, the, or, uh, you're not uh, aware that the music is the one that's really you driving uh, your emotions. Um, there is a great, there is a famous saying, music is the only thing uh, that was not created. Every other thing was created. And because music wasn't created, it has a, a way it permeates um the outside you know every other thing can affect you in in some different way yes but music has a way it it talks deeper than any other i mean i can manipulate you to cry right now with music i can manipulate you to laugh i can manipulate you to do whatever i i'm you it's like i have a wand <laughs> yeah, I can literally. do whatever, you know. And why why music is used is because it's a quick tool to manipulate, tell a story in whatever short time, limited time you have. Because sometimes, by the time you have one whole hour, um, you, I mean, if if we sat together and I t- tell you a life story, it co- could probably take you maybe a week mm-hmm. for you to understand. But you just have one hour to tell that whole someone's three-year life experience Mm -hmm. so music is used to help manipulate all those different feelings because sometimes life is full of different journeys the top moments the low moments so we use music to help cultivate all those different uh, experiences into one hour you know So so there are very many elements i don't know if you uh you want to know the different elements yeah please tell us tell us in audio all content, as I said, visual audio. Now, mm. under audio, we break down audio into different departments. Mm-hmm. You have the dialogue. Yeah. And that's normally supervised by the dialogue editor who normally does dialogue replacement, edits the dialogue. The next department is Foley. Mm-hmm. Foley is human interaction with objects. you picking up headphones, you picking up a cup, you picking up keys, anything human interaction with any object most people think like anytime they hear the sound of someone pouring a glass of wine or water or someone dropping a glass and it shatters or someone even just footsteps people believe that those sounds are being captured as the filming is going on what they don't appreciate is that all of that stuff is added after after a very very good films fully is done i mean low budgets because we have high budgets and low budgets sometimes people just use production sound that's the sound recorded on set mm-hmm. but good films like very very good films you have to follow all these six departments so that's fully and fully so 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 those are props and then you have the feet the next department is sound design Mm-hmm. Sound design is what uh, many people love. Yeah. Car explosions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guns blazing. <laughs> um, all these different kind of things. Mm-hmm. The next department after sound design um, is music. And mm-hmm. as I've been explaining, how music is so powerful mm-hmm. in telling the narrative. 
And so after music, um, we normally combine ambience. Ambience or background is the environment that you're in. Like let's say you're uh, in old taxi park, the mm-hmm. old taxi park, and you want to make people be transported immediately to that place. So the guys working on the sound design go probably in the field, record the old taxi park at different angles, mm-hmm. come back to the studio and replay it and uh, make sure that we can give people that immersive experience. Yes. So that's sound design and ambience. Yes. Then the last department and very fine, uh, very, very important, last but not least, is final mix. Mm-hmm. Because after after doing all that, you have to mix your dialogue, you have to mix your folly, you have to mix your sound effects, your music, mm-hmm. and your background. They all can't compete at the same volume levels. Yes, yeah, so you have to you have to pay attention to for for those who may not understand uh, engineering in sound, um, the direction that the sound is coming from, exactly. the, the panning, the panning, uh, the move. Is it coming from the left? Is someone walking from the left of the screen to the right of the screen? So all that stuff is done final mix by what they call the re-recording engineer mm-hmm. so he re-records what has already been recorded on set or in studio mm-hmm. and re-records it in on a on a film stage so so all these things are done to help tell the narrative what is the objective the objective is to make sure that people understand the story so if it's dialogue at this point that need people need to hear to understand the story, mm-hmm. we'll push up the dialogue. If it is the music that we want to evoke a certain emotion, mm-hmm. we'll push up the, the music and push down the rest of the other mm-hmm. elements. So it's a dance. It's a dance between... Wow, so it's not a static process. It's not it's a like static you, process. You have to keep making adjustments all throughout... Uh, the length of the movie to exactly. just be able to emphasize certain things at a certain point and de-emphasize other things. To meet the objective. Of course, uh, people don't appreciate that. They just press play or switch channels and then they watch what appears on the screen. Exactly. And they don't understand that uh, all of this is what goes into it. But uh, to be fair, not all filmmakers and not all uh, television productions have taken this into account and and especially in Uganda until recently most have opted to skip that whole process which is uh, why a lot of local productions have a cheapness uh, quality to it. It just sounds like someone went out with a camcorder and recorded themselves. Exactly and and let me tell you now that we have streaming platforms the global community has changed the game Mm. because now we have access to Netflix we have access to just with a click of a switch you can turn on DSTV and watch shows that have been done at a premium level you cannot afford to not do quality because there are people now who are investing into quality and now people are very meticulous they're paying attention to detail say no 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 I don't want to watch that movie it sounds horrible Mm. yeah well, um, this definitely must be a boon for someone like you with your background and your training. Yeah. Because whereas previously you would have been thought of as an unnecessary cost by many filmmakers. <laughs> luxury. Who are, <laughs> or a luxury mm. uh, for, by filmmakers who are probably operating on a shoestring budget. Mm. To now where you, uh, what you offer, what people like you offer is viewed as a necessity. Yes. So that if I want to do a TV or a film production, I must set aside resources exactly. to make sure my sound is well catered to. Exactly. And, and so they approach people like you. Is it expensive to hire people like you? No, um, uh, we because we know we operate in an industry that is emerging. 
Mm-hmm. We are not yet. I mean, when you look at Nollywood, when you look at Bollywood, when apparently Nollywood is doing much better than even Hollywood in terms of uh, the output of 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 of, uh, of content, but. Uh, we are not anywhere near the east african market is not where near those developed uh, industries so we we appreciate that so we understand that what um we are offering should be it's it's a necessity but we we try as much as possible to work um with the budgets that are available and so many times people come in and say you know what we just can't afford this. Can we be able to just meet your direct costs and not pay your professional fees? Mm-hmm. And we're like, yeah, that's fine. You know, because the more we do this work, the more people then can appreciate and then we can be able to train others and then the industry can begin to grow. But if we do not do the work, people cannot know the importance yeah. of the audio post-production process. And that means people will continually look at it as a luxury. Well, now that you have big players entering the game, you have a multi-choice that came in that, you know, they launched uh, uh, Parametric Prime. Uh, They have injected money into high-quality TV productions, meaning there's now resources available to cater for technical people like yourself. Yes. Um, How do you view this transformation for someone who, like, has spent money and time getting the knowledge and the training in this? You must be happy that now there is not only an appreciation for your craft, but also now uh, a way for you to make a sustainable living out of what you love doing. Man, this this really makes me happy. Why? It's, it's, It's developing the industry. Yeah. It's creating career opportunities for many. You see, before, you couldn't convince someone to become a dialogue editor. <laughs> you couldn't convince someone to become a supervising uh, Foley editor or to become a sound effects editor. They would say, well, what is that? Now we can specialize and get paid for doing excellent work. And by multi-choice, being able to say, you know what, we are seeing an emerging industry, let's invest in it. Mm-hmm. Very few people, and it's sad to say, that there are very few people who look at this as a lucrative venture. Um, but also we're partly to blame because we we do not we, we have not yet learned the art of marketing and convincing the investors. Because investors, all they need is just look at their return on investment. I've put uh, 100,000 US dollars in here. Mm-hmm. Can I get 200 at least mm-hmm. and recoup and just make a small profit? Even if, even if it's 150, mm-hmm. I, I just make back 50 a thousand US dollars. Mm-hmm. But we do not have the markets. Uh, we don't have the platforms. Why Coca-Cola is able to do advertising and sales mm-hmm. is because it makes sales. Right, right. It's a full industry. You see, Coca-Cola has the budget to do expensive ads and convince you that meals taste better with Coke because they have managed to make sales internationally those sales bring back money and they're able to make better ads that can convince more people. So it's a 360. Okay, so if the, those involved in film production uh, do a better job of convincing investors of the, I guess, the financial potential of uh, these projects, then they will put money into these projects. Exactly. And then when these projects succeed, it will encourage other investors to come on board and to invest more money. Exactly. Because I think what we need is people to believe that the film industry in East Africa uh, has the potential 
of of of, of even supplying uh, of of being part of um, the things that we look at when we're looking at the country's budget. <laughs> entertainment, seriously. <laughs> I mean, the entertainment industry in Nigeria is. Is 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 um, when they're looking at the GDP. Yeah, it contributes. Yes, the yes, GDP yes. Of, of of Nigeria. Uh, I mean, you can do fact finding, and and the truth is that unless we convince people in the government, people in uh, in in places of influence, unless we can convince them that we are worth the investment, I don't think they'll be interested. They'll just put up malls. They'll put up um, other things that can make do. quick money. Yeah, but also the other thing is, people need to know that it takes time. Yeah, it really takes it's, time. <laughs> I guess I'm luckily old enough to have witnessed the really the birth of the of the industry uh, because you know uh, if you look at uh, how the industry has grown, partly it's also grown alongside the technological revolution that exactly. has made some of these tools more easily accessible. Exactly. You know because uh, in the 80s there was no way you were going to afford like a film. Uh, I don't know what kind of film cameras they use used to use Reds, in the 80s. Aries. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, now, now once we enter the digital domain yes. with the DV cams and the camcorders, and now, and now we're at, we're at the point where smartphones can take uh, high, super high resolution videos, 4K, 4K. Nice. <laughs> uh, so uh, really, the limitation only is in what's in your head, your ideas. Uh, yes. But from a uh, from the standpoint of the tools yeah. really a lot of it is now within the reach of most people exactly it's not too expensive now yeah uh and 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 so now so i've seen that growth and 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 now that i'm seeing uh this creativity yield fruits yes uh, to where now people are willing to put in money i'm really excited for what the future holds yeah i'm really I, excited about that. i mean pe- young children being born now can come and say daddy i want to become a sound engineer and it's possible why? Because there is a career, there is an industry, uh, there are facilities, um, there are academies mm. that are training people in these different skills. And it's possible for our next generation to be a part of this movement. Okay. Well, um, can you tell us some of the projects that uh, you are working on currently so that uh, those who would like to get a sense of just what you do can check it out? Okay. Um Right now, there is a um, a movie coming um, from Somalia. It's a collaboration between Somalia, Kenya, Rwanda, and Tanzania. It's called Ayanle. Hmm. Uh, it's uh, we're doing first. We're working on the trailer, but um, we're also doing um, the post production. Right now, they're still editing. Mm-hmm. After editing, they'll bring it to the post production facility, and uh, we work uh, on on the entire audio soundscape. Um, Ayanle is directed by a, a gentleman um, from Somalia. Uh, he he was born in Denmark, but original roots are from Somalia. He uh, he's called Ahmed mm-hmm. Ahmed Farah. And then uh, this one, the other is by Lukman Ali. Lukman Ali has been putting out series uh, of short films, and uh, the second one in that series is called Sixteen Rounds. Mm-hmm. We worked on the other one called The Blinded, mm-hmm. but Sixteen Rounds is 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 a, another step and with all these things all these short films we're trying to um, improve our systems uh, trying and improve the technology that we're mm-hmm. using so there are different things that we keep on trying to do to try and make sure that we can improve but also showcase 
that we have what it takes right now. So those are uh, the ones that we currently have. Excellent. At the facility right now. And I'm sure there will be more down the road. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much, Andrew Ahura. Uh, you are a guest today on Filmscope UG. You are a producer, sound engineer, mixer, arranger, composer. I think uh, for those who are previously unaware of the importance of sound and uh, sound design and all of that stuff that Andrew talked about in bringing a film or a television show to life, I hope now you've developed a greater appreciation for it. And we have people like uh, Andrew here to thank for that. So thank you, Andrew. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for inspiring future sound engineers uh, who are definitely going to pursue that uh, career option now that you've indicated that it is very viable and it's the potential. Yeah. Uh, and, and and just to add on that as we end, uh, we, we have now internship um, opportunities at the facilities. So whoever is interested, um, they could just reach out. Just go on our website, quad dash a.com uh, and uh, send us an email uh, but also we, we we encourage people to discover themselves discover what you want to do and probably audio could be one of the things that you want to do to contribute in the film industry <laughs> okay. we're open to um, intern with us and give you opportunities career opportunities Right, so that's quad-a.com. Yes, quad-a.com. Get more information there. There are internship opportunities. Well, it's been so awesome talking to you, Andrew, and uh, I'm going to keep following you to see what uh, new developments you will have down the road. I think uh, you. you might get up to some interesting things. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate it. Okay, Andrew, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Filmscope UG with DSTV Uganda. Great stories come alive on DSTV. DSTV Uganda, it's your moment.